Welcome to the Engineering Emotions and Energy Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Wink. Today is a little lesson from a story from my trip in Belize from when I was searching for a shaman. So this uh, this is going to be one of those, uh, you know, went looking for one thing, found another thing. And this all came about because while I was in, in Belize, I was you know staying in this uh hostel so it was uh very very different compared to suburban living in uh in California um where you know I usually have been living and uh you know doing these recordings with you know my my nice setup my good high quality microphones and all that all that stuff but um you might recall from an earlier one of these uh podcasts I, my house has uh, been rented out now um you know, after getting getting divorced, so that the you know the house can be available for others to use because I really didn't need much of it, and well, I wanted to be able to uh, you know have have some options to find a more appropriate space. So part of that's been you know trying trying different uh, places while I'm I'm travel while while traveling. So in Belize, I was in a hostel up in the uh, the treehouse room, very very high up, and you know have to you know, walk down two stores to use the bathroom and all that stuff. And, you know, one of the cool things about uh, this hostel and a lot of other hostels and even a lot of hotels is they will, you know, assist you with uh, booking tours or finding guides, things like that. And uh, in my experience, uh, you know, often, especially going to tropical places, um, you can find better better tours at a better price Um you know, if you just book in person once you get there, instead of going through like, um, you know, Viator or, you know, some of these other websites, because, you know, you're paying the money directly to the person doing the work instead of, you know, paying it to some, you know, a, a giant fee to some company somewhere. Um, so you're paying directly to the, the guide and things like that. And so I got connected with um, this really amazing local guide, Amador, um, and you know, the, the first, the, the first day, uh, we, uh, went around, he showed me, you know, some, uh, you know, a local waterfall spot, uh, you know, like a small place to get, uh, lunch that had this beautiful view. It was way off the beaten path. And, uh, you know, so got to meet, you know, some of the, you know, the owner there, the, you know, someone working there and then some other local people, you know, so it's like really, you know, cool stuff like that. And, um, you know, and we did a couple other trips and I've, you know, talked about some of this in a previous podcast. Um, but, you know, me and him, we got some, you know, time to talk, get to know each other. And yeah, you know, he was like, uh, it seems like you have good, good energy, man. Like, you know, I, I sense good things. And so, uh, it seems, it sounds like you had some interest in, you know, working with a shaman, meeting a shaman before, I know two shamans that, you know, they're, you know, that I've known for a long time, you know, that my grandparents went to and that I've gone to and that I've worked with. So if you'd like to meet, you know, meet one of them and do a blessing, you know, I could, I could help you meet with one. Um, and I was like, yeah, that'd be great. Cause I've kind of, you know, since my, you know, I've had experience doing ayahuasca, which is, uh, you know, often from uh, shamanic type, uh, traditions and things like that and so that's that kind of piqued my interest and I'd uh you know often heard that you know the real the real shamans they don't advertise on Facebook and you know might not be named uh 
Chuck, you know, Shaman Chuck, I'm sure good guy, um, you know, but someone that, uh, you know, kind of grew up, you know, where it was bestowed from one generation to generation. It's a, it's a different type, different flavor, if you will. And that's what I was kind of interested in experience. And so I was like, yeah, uh, I'd love that, you know, meet, you know, someone of great wisdom and, you know, maybe get a blessing and, you know, I don't know, maybe I'll just feel like, oh, now I have some answers or I have some clarity or I have some better feelings. Um, and he's like, okay, cool. There's, there's either Don Canto or Don Miguel. Which one do you want to meet? And we're driving along on, you know, a bumpy, dusty, you know, windy road, um, on the way, uh, to see, uh, to see a site. And I'm like, well, which one's close to where we are now? He's like, oh, well, Don, Don Canto. I'm like, all right, let's go, let's go meet Don Canto. Cause I'd like, I'd didn't get a sense from one, one shaman's name from the other. So we go, uh, you know, drive into this small village and park out front, uh, you know, this, this structure that's, you know, up on, up on stilts is beautifully, you know, handcrafted, uh, roof, very fine detail. And it looks like it's, it's mostly just like a restaurant, you know, and they're serving, serving some drinks and, um, and, you know, this, this, uh, little, little old man, he's probably, boy, I don't know, maybe, maybe five feet, if, if that, um, you know, very quiet and, you know, get introduced, you know, hey, Justin, here's Don Canto. And, um, he seemed very, very distant. Like he wasn't, like he was, he was somewhere else. And, um, you know, was like, you know, and asked, you know, hey, could do a, a blessing or something. He was like, yeah, I could do that. Um, and then he he talked about how he'd been in some movies, some local movies, and been the shaman in that. And I was like, well, that's that's great. And then he said, well, hey, would I could do a ritual for you? Um, and I'm like, that's oh, ritual sounds sounds great. And how much time? And and how much money? And he, he named the you know said it was uh, take about an hour and named what seemed like a a pretty a pretty high price, which I was kind of uh, su- surprised. Um, I was like, okay, uh, let's got to go check, you know, make sure the schedule works and things. Cause I had some other other tours because I wanted to go see um, Saint Antonich, the Mayan ruins, and um, some some other sites. Um, and um, you know, Amador says like, I don't know that that price seemed kind of high, and I don't know, he didn't quite seem there. And I thought about it, and I'm like, yeah, I don't. Can we meet? Can we meet your other shaman? <laughs> He was like, yeah, of course, of course. So, um, so the, the, the next day, um, you know, meet up with Amador and then also bring along, um, another guy who was staying at the hostel named Diego, who's from, he's from Spain and, you know, young guy, early twenties. And I remember meeting him and, you know, one of the common questions is, well, how long are you traveling for? And he says, until I run out of money. Uh, so he's very focused on saving money and he'd already been traveling for a couple months. It's just kind of really interesting. So he's like, I got no plan to return unless until I have to. Um, and so I was like, Hey, Diego, you want to, you know, come up, come along and we'll go, uh, go check out this place, Spanish lookout. And then, you know, also try to meet this, uh, uh, Don Miguel shaman. And he was like, okay, yeah, that, that, sure. Yeah, I definitely want to go see Spanish Lookout, which is where um, a large Mennonite population has been settled for, I don't know, over 30, 30 plus years. 
Um, so, you know, kind of Amish style, I guess there's, uh, my understanding is there's sort of, you know, different levels of there's very, uh, you know, very classic, which would be like Amish, and then others that are a little bit more progressive, you know, wear regular clothes, use machinery. And so, you know, we, we try to stop at Don Miguel's place, but he's not there. Go check out Spanish Lookout. And it's like being transported to middle America, like, you know, just the, the style of the roads, the style of the houses. It's like, I, oh, wow, am I in Belize or am I in Iowa? There was even a John Deere sign. It was, it was incredible just how different it was. And checking that out and then, you know, leave and then go by uh, Don Miguel's place and, and he's in. And he's, you know, a very, you know, older man, 82 years old, but just like the brightest smile, very vibrant. He's excited to tell us about that he's building a workshop, you know, so that he can do his woodworking. And, you know, he was just telling, you know, stories that, you know, just had a lot of wisdom, you know, both in the words, but then the way he tells them and could see. Uh, and one thing that's interesting about Belize is it's an English speaking country, but also a lot of Spanish is spoken. And so Diego and Don Miguel, they just start hitting it off. Like they just start talking back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And Diego is lit up like he's like come alive. And whereas usually he's just kind of very been kind of a very sullen young man, but he just lights up, you know, in the presence of Don Miguel. And, uh, you know, eventually, you know, uh, ask, you know, hey, can do a, a blessing with you? And sometimes he's like, oh, of course. Um, it's best though if you can come back in the morning because we want to do something like this when the, when the sun, the sun is rising because we want this to be, you know, a rising, uh, you know, energies for, you know, to feel good and stuff like that. It's like, okay, sounds, sounds wonderful. Uh, and so he even asked, asked, you know, Diego, like, well, do you, do you want to do the, the ritual? And he's like, no, I don't think so. But if I had ever met a shaman, that's the shaman I would want to meet. And I was just like, wow, that was really cool. Um, so, so remember, remember that, that comment, because the next day, you know, went, you know, met with Don Miguel, um, Amador brought me and, you know, Go and has me sit in a chair facing a certain direction, and you know does the blessing ceremony with some uh, some sort of like blessed water that had been um, you know a very sacred uh, stone had sort of infused its energy and then some some herbs and then he has three three different branches of three different plants that he uses to put uh, sort of brush with to sort of brush away any negative negative juju or whatever you want to call it. And then also has a, a smoke to sort of purify and go around and whispers some, uh, you know, some, some words. And it was a very relaxing, uplifting experience. Yet I didn't, I didn't really feel like, oh, my life has now changed. I feel super healed. Now I know what I'm doing with my life. It just, it just felt nice. And afterwards, Don Miguel said, what, where, where, where was your friend, Diego? And... It's kind of like, might not be his time yet. And it was then that I realized that perhaps the whole point of this search wasn't about me. It was about Diego getting to meet Don Miguel. And who knows if, you know, he'll ever, you know, go back to Don Miguel. He could have, he was going to be staying in Belize another, I don't know, week or so. So he could have gone. Or maybe it'll be another year, 10 years. I feel though that, you know, that connection had been made. Now 
there's a little bit of a lifeline in Diego's life and sort of me going on this search sort of enabled that connection to me. And that really was what um, was the big win. The, the thing that I'm really grateful for in that experience, it was not necessarily what I got out of it. It was what I was able to you know, help facilitate for uh, someone else. And really, this is just something that can be applied to almost anything that we endeavor in is, um, you know, can we find multiple ways to define it as successful, as beneficial, right? Because, you know, sometimes if we're just focused on, you know, like, I only want this one thing out of this and we don't get it, then it's a complete waste of time, a complete, a complete failure, right? Like, you know, oh, I want a job because I want this amount of money. Well, there's, there can be more to a job than just the amount of money. What do you get to learn? How do you get to grow, right? Um, who do you get to work with, right? What's the environment like? So there can be other, other things. And then also, you know, other learning experiences. So, for example, I recently have signed up to contribute a chapter into a, a book um, that should be coming out, I believe, sometime in September or maybe uh, October or whatever. And... Um, you know, it's one of those like, hey, if all I focused on was, you know, oh, this thing, I want this to be, a, you know, a number one bestseller and have so many people, you know, read it and all this, I, I would probably, you know, lose my mind with all the frustration. Whereas if I focus it like, okay, there's so many, so many things, even if it doesn't sell well or isn't that popular, it's like, okay, I, I get forced to write. I get to do an editing process. I get to learn, you know, how a book is published and I get to learn how do you get that information out to people. I get, you know, I'll get feedback from multiple readers. So it's like, there's all these other ways that I can view this as I got something out of it. So what's something that maybe you've been working on that, um, in some ways you don't know if you'll actually get what it is that you, you claim you want, but what are some other related some tangential benefits that you've already, you've already won in some ways. You already got a benefit, right? So these are some things that, you know, why just get one thing out of each pursuit? Why not get as much out of life as you possibly can, you know? So why focus on a single ingredient when you can have a whole selection of delights? So that's all I got for this episode. So, uh, you know, contact me, podcast at justinwink.com. Find me on social media, justinwinkphd, or go to justinwink.com, subscribe to uh, the mailing list so that you can know when uh, things of interest happen. And, uh, you know, subscribe, share, uh, and uh, we'll see you next episode. Uh, good day. Good day.